0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode one of For the Love of Self podcast. I'm your host, Heather Graham Murphy, certified food and body coach and uh, trauma-informed breathwork facilitator. I am so excited about today's topic because it is the core of what I teach. Self-love is such a profound experience, and we're going to talk about it, what it is, why you should have it, and how to get it. So if you're interested in all of those things, then stay tuned. In a world of distractions, we can find that we are moving further away from our true selves. Our goal is to teach and normalize self-love not only in the mind, but in the body and the soul so that you can fall deeply in love with yourself and create a life of your dreams. I'm your host, Heather Graham Murphy, Certified Food and Body Coach and Trauma-Informed Breathwork Facilitator, and you're listening to For the Love of Self Podcast. So, self-love. So many people talk about this in the coaching world, and it's great. I love it. I love love. And I think sometimes there's a little bit of confusion around concepts of self-love, because sometimes with self-love, there's some real external factors and egoic factors that can come into play, which there's nothing wrong with that. We're human beings, we have egos, and we live in this three-dimensional reality where there's all these things we get to play with and experience that can make us feel good or bad or whatever. But what I want to say on that is that sometimes self-love can be interchangeable with self-care most definitely. I mean, when we're actually taking the time to take care of ourselves, then we are showing love to ourselves. But what I really want to touch into is this deep and profound embodied experience of self-love. And so I just wanted to briefly share a little definition of self-love according to the Brain and Behavioral Research Foundation. They wrote that self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Can you relate to that or what? I mean, I don't know about you, but people pleasing, trying to please others before myself. I have a long history of that. And maybe you can (laughs) relate. Maybe you can relate. I think especially us mothers can really relate to that because of course we're going to put our kids first. And it's just part of our biological makeup to do that. And that's okay. But um, to some degree, we have to start putting ourselves first as much as we can under the circumstances With all that they have written here, I 100% agree with what has been written. Um, It's also important to hold yourself in high regard and that you take action to support that and to um, take care of your own well-being. But what I really want to touch on today is the core of what love is and what self-love is for that matter. So self-love is the ability to love yourself no matter what in all of your humanness. And that means whatever you feel shame or embarrassment about you come to love and accept about yourself. You meet yourself where you're at. Furthermore, the self-love that I'm speaking about isn't just about the actions that you take. That is part of developing self-love, but I'm talking about this idea of thinking of yourself as a baby. Think of if you're a mom, think of yourself, think of your baby. They come into this world, and you just experience this euphoric state of love. And if you're not a mom, maybe you've felt that way about someone or something. So you look at this tiny little baby, this little human, and you just love them so deeply. There's nothing that they could do wrong. And a lot of that is because they aren't programmed and they're not, they don't really have a personality at this point. Um, and so you don't judge them. They're sort of this blank state, uh, blank slate. And for us, as we peel back the layers of ourselves and realize that a lot of who we are and how we show up, and there's nothing wrong with this. But it's what's been placed upon us as we've grown up and been surrounded by certain people and certain environments. That's what that's what's created who we are. And that is beautiful, too. But there's this other element, right, like our soul level selves, where we are just these sort of blank slates. And I don't mean to say that in a boring way. But what I mean is that There's something deeper and more expansive. And when you tap into that and you feel that on an embodied level, that is true self-love. So if you can take that feeling for that little baby and place it upon yourself, you might be able to begin feeling what this feels like. And maybe even right now, if you're not driving, just closing your eyes for a second and imagine accepting every aspect of yourself in this moment right now. Can you take all of the parts of yourself that you've been judging, that you feel embarrassed about, that you feel shame about, and give yourself some distance from those. Think of them as blankets that have been placed upon you and just see if you can take them off of you and lay them out in front of you and just observe. Create some distancing from this sense of self? And maybe even you can remember a recent time where you felt negative feelings about yourself. Can you feel that in your body somewhere? Can you recognize in your mind the stories that have been created and the beliefs that have been created out of this experience? Can you sense a distance from your higher self, your true soul self, when you are living in these stories and beliefs? And now, could you be willing to take all of that, those negative feelings about yourself, and imagine if your baby, your small child, felt that feeling? What would you do for it? It would probably be crying, and you would probably need to console it and rock it. And that's what you need to be doing for yourself. Can you hold the emotions and provide love and compassion Can you accept that you're a human being doing the best that you can and that you're growing and learning all of the time? It's really about meeting yourself where you're at right now with whatever it is that you think that you need to fix or change about yourself and just accepting where you're at and loving yourself, loving yourself in every step of the journey. You often hear these stories that we create about like, when I get the money, when I get the body, when I get this, then I'll feel great, then I'll be happy. But that's not always the case. You see, it isn't about whether you're cool or rich or whatever. That's all ego. This isn't about the things that make you think, oh, I got to get on that diet, and I got to get a new wardrobe, and I need to work on being a better friend, and I got to start doing more stuff for myself. No, you just really got to work on meeting yourself right here, right now, and say, I'm a human being, and that's okay. I'm just going to love myself exactly where I'm at, wholly and completely. Okay, so I hope that clarifies what I mean when I'm talking about self-love. Now I'm going to talk about why we need self-love. You know, when we love ourselves, we show others that it's safe to love themselves i.e. especially our children but also just our community and people do you just you notice how when someone is just relaxed into being themselves you feel relaxed you notice how people seem more relaxed when they're just like oh yeah they're just they're just flowy they're not trying to be something that they're not they're not being controlling it's just relaxed And when we model this to our children, we teach them that it's okay to be human and to make mistakes, and we also teach them that it's okay to be disliked by some people, because by the way, being disliked has nothing to do with who you are, it has everything to do with who they are. Something in you, some sort of expression of you might be activating or triggering them or making them feel shame or upset with themselves that they're not being their fullest expression. That's their work to do. That has nothing to do with you. You just need to be you. And then they can go do their work and you do your work. And yeah, it's, it's um, just a little side note. But when we deeply love ourselves and mind, body and soul, when we really truly embody self love, We can feel it in every step of our existence. We walk around with just this energy of joy and pure love, just purity. I I can't even explain it. It just feels like, I don't know, it's a great high. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't mean that we feel this in every step of the way. Part of our work is this peeling the onion layer back, right? And that's not always the best feeling, but it's part of the work to begin embodying self-love. But the outcome of, you know, being in this state of self-love is that you are the fullest expression that you came here to be. You see, people need your medicine. You are medicine. Your authentic, full expression Whatever that is, the dancing, chemistry-loving, romance, book-reading, curling-loving, whoever, whatever it is you're into. You don't have to put yourself into a box. You can love a wide range of things and be a, a full expression that's all over the place, an anomaly. That's what's so great. You get to be uniquely you. When you are you, it has a profound effect, not only on your life and your ability to love yourself more deeply, but it also has this profound effect on others. When you lean into love, you become profoundly magnetic. You attract more of what you love and what you desire. I really truly believe that when people become the fullest expression of themselves, the world becomes Mm -hmm. a more peaceful place. I am briefly interrupting this episode. If you are ready to begin your self-love journey, I want to invite you to sign up for my free six-day mini-email course called Authentically You. In the mini-course, you will be provided with meditations, daily lessons, journal prompts, as well as a bonus day for a total life assessment and access to the growing community of mothers and women who are on their self-love journey. In just 15 minutes a day, you can be on your way to a deeper sense of self-love. Go ahead and sign up using the link in the show notes down below to begin your journey of becoming the fullest, most authentic expression of yourself. Okay, now back to the episode. So now you're probably wondering, how do I start loving myself more? You might feel so overwhelmed by self-disappointment or feeling of shame or just even the external stuff, you know, lack of time or motherhood and work and all these things. And it can just life is so full and it's so fast now. And there are a few basic steps that you can really start doing to begin embodying self-love on a deep level. So the first thing that I would say is that you really have to start expressing your needs and setting boundaries around those. As a mom, I find that I get to a point where I'm going to snap and (laughs) that's normal. And if you're a mom, you could probably relate. I think that we need time for ourselves too. And... I, for a long time, I found myself being like, oh, I really want to go do this. And I still am struggling with this to some degree, you know, but I think that the more that I practice saying, I, I really need to go take a bath or I need to go to this dance class or I just need to go meditate for 20 minutes or I need to go for a drive, I personally need i i get energy from alone time so i need that and the more that i gently express that and i say gently because i think what happens is that as moms we kind of let resentment build up when we see that oftentimes our partners might seem to have a little bit more freedom than we do um like especially if we're the primary caretakers, um, I think resentment can get built up. And I feel like what I've really been learning is that when I just simply say like, hey, I need to take some time for myself. Can you hang out with the kiddo? Then it's been communicated and it really ends up being no problem because then I'm not projecting some sort of resentment and anger. I'm just, you know, we're just trying to work it out. So that has been profoundly helpful in just showing myself that I love myself because I'm getting wound tight or I need, I need to like recharge. I need to resource myself in order to be a good partner to be a good mom and to be a good lover to myself as well. So just expressing those needs and also setting boundaries. And, um, just a small example of what that looks like. You know, I have no problem since my daughter was maybe around two, I would say, okay, I'm meditating. You need to, you know, go find something to do. And definitely she would still interrupt me, but it's just something we've been working on. And now that she's almost six, she's much better about not interrupting me as much. So the second step is now that you've set that boundary and expressed that you have needs, um, what should you do with that time? Well, I really think that there's a lot of things that you could do. The first thing I always recommend is that if you're really going through a lot of difficult emotions and struggles in your life, therapy. I mean, I feel like therapy is more accessible than it ever was before. Um, I'm personally looking into getting a therapist right now, and I'm super excited about it. Um, Coaching as well. I've worked with coaches that has been profoundly helpful in changing my life and creating a deeper sense of self-love for myself. But it's also just doing other things that you love, Um, doing art and meditation, doing something for yourself that shows you that you love yourself, just respecting your sense of time and your needs and developing a stronger relationship, you know, just a relationship with yourself, right? Like, you wouldn't ignore your child or your, your partner. You would say, okay, well, I'm noticing some distance here. Maybe we need to spend some time bonding together. And you should be doing the exact same thing with yourself. You should be doing stuff that helps you connect with your inner child and helps you connect with the deeper parts of yourself so that you can really reflect and learn and grow. And then the third thing is to really learn to be with discomfort. This really allows you to see the sides of yourself that you, like your blind side, right? The things that maybe you don't know about yourself that you might even feel embarrassed or shameful about when you do realize them about yourself. But just really trying to learn about all sides of who you are and really pushing yourself all the way to your edges. I think that it's important that we all work through our shit basically and while we're doing that that we really learn to hold space for ourselves and accessing feelings of safety in our body in order to push ourselves to our edges and see the sides of ourselves that we may not love as much and we can do this through somatic experiences such as breath work and movement and sounding and just yeah all the things that can make our body feel safe hypnotherapy as well so yeah that's my spiel I love love and I am working on it every day I definitely don't think this is like you know you've probably heard this a million times but growth is not linear I still have bad days I still have days where I am not my favorite person but it's definitely much better than it was in the past. And when I was in my 20s, I really did not like myself at all. It was, it's really sad when I think about it. But I have really developed this deep love for myself, even when I kind of don't like myself, or I'm disappointed in myself in some way. I can still access feelings of compassion and understanding for myself. And I'm a human being, you know, I may be a coach and work with people and help them change their lives. But I still have stuff too. I'm a human being. You're a human being. We're all just here trying to figure this out and nobody's perfect. And so don't feel like this is something you're going to learn in like 3.5 days. This is the life's work that we get to do is to grow and to love ourselves even more. So I hope you get out there and start making more time for yourself. Start doing some of the things you love and help yourself safely feel into the discomfort of all sides of yourself. Remember to always feel into what you need, get a therapist if you need some extra support, get a friend to talk to, whatever it is that will help you feel supported during the process of falling in love with you i want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today i really hope you found some value out of it and i hope that it really encourages you to begin your journey of self-love and if you can think of somebody that would get some value out of it just send it on over to them also i want to invite you to give a rate and review on the podcast as it really does help the podcast get up on the recommendations list and when you do this it helps others find this podcast so that they can begin their self-love journey don't forget to come find me over on instagram at for the love of dot self that's at for the love of dot self thanks again so much love to you and we'll catch you in the next one hey just one more thing before you go are you looking for a group of women and mothers who are working towards transforming their lives through the power of deep self-love well then i want to give you an invitation to join for the love of self community It's a growing group of women who are looking for a source, a refuge to be seen and heard, and to continue their growth in areas around wellness, embodiment, and personal development. This is a community where we can support one another, build friendships, strength, and give love to one another. In the community, you can expect other women and mothers asking for support and giving support. You can also expect live meditations and breath work and maybe even some hypnosis. Go ahead and find the link to join the community down in the show notes. We're on Facebook. It's called For the Love of Self Community. And I'm really looking forward to meeting you when you come in there.